Sweeney, author of the View from the Skies website and host of the podcast as well when it comes to leadership. You can visit my website at www.viewfromtheskies.weebly.com and there you can find links to podcasts, my blog, statistics, useful sites, and various other information on leadership. So take the time to visit my website, listen to the podcast, rate and review, leave voice messages, give me feedback so I can make this thing better. Because leadership is something that's near and dear to my heart. I'm a 10-year Army Aviation veteran, worked for a year as an assistant general manager, store manager at a Love's Travel Stops, and now work for the past two and a half years in a production control uh, manufacturing planning leadership or lead position and, and leadership is something near and dear and valuable uh, to my heart especially all the times I spent uh, within within the military so we're going to take this this podcast and and break this down to various topics within leadership uh, again if you visit my website you can read my first blog on empathy but we'll talk servant leadership uh, we'll look over historical review of good leadership examples, bad leadership examples. We'll talk military stories. We'll talk corporate stories. All an attempt to to make yourself better uh, if you're not a leader, to become future leaders, uh, and, and also to make the leaders better out there. So I decided to name the website View from the Skies because as an Army aviation leader, I thought that was relevant or important, um, especially as somebody who is a servant leader uh, and believed in empowering as individuals. Uh, you know, you, you could lead, lead, lead the best you can, but when, when two helicopters took off and you weren't on that flight, you had to empower that, that air mission commander, that person in charge of the two helicopters and sure you're in radio contact and and you can try to give guidance but you have to leave the decisions to those people because they're the ones that are out there fighting the fight they're the ones that are out there executing the mission uh and, and that's why i thought it was relevant to name this podcast view from the skies and you can you can visit the website at www.anchor.fm forward slash ryan dash sweeney three uh, and then again, you can hear it on all the major podcast platforms, whether that be Apple Podcasts or Google or Spotify. Uh, so please take the time to to download, uh, subscribe to the podcast, and and give it a try for a little while, and and, and leave your feedback. Uh, I'll be much excited to hear uh, you know feedback on on the episodes on the. Uh, what topics you want to hear and just feedback from your thoughts on leadership yourself so I can incorporate them into the podcast because again I think it's something that uh, that each and every one of us uh, is probably passionate about uh, especially if you're listening to this uh, and want to discuss further so the first introductory topic I wanted to cover was meetings, meetings and leadership. And, and I chose meetings because I think it's something no matter what industry, what business, whether you're 
in the military now, have been in the military, haven't been in the military, you're used to meetings. In fact, I'm on a, on a little long weekend meeting some friends from back at home and me and another friend both work in manufacturing and, and sure enough, we came up with a conversation and he said he moved to third shift and I said, why? And he said, yeah, I don't have to deal with anything. I said, all those wastes of time in meetings? And he said, yep, I can actually go out there and do my job. Uh, so meetings, it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? You get uh, a, a hair walking throughout the office. Um, you know, oh, we're not, we have too many meetings. You don't leave me time to do my job. And then, and then when people don't have enough meetings, it's, I don't have the information. Uh, we need to, we need to find a way to sync things up. And of course, it all points back to the leader, right? And, and it's, and, and there's no one answer. Uh, there's push information, there's pull information, uh, and then especially in today's technology, everybody learns from something different. Some people like the face-to-face. Some people like, uh, you know, whether it's uh, text message or email communication or whether it's, um, you know, the meetings itself. So, I mean, how do you go about making these meetings more productive? Um, and, and the first thing I see, and, and I'll take it from my from my Army days, is, yeah, Army briefs or meetings uh you know those command and staff meetings training meetings they were very formal um but but they also had an agenda so there was uh you know it was a brief to the commander to keep him informed uh wasn't so much a meeting uh but but there's also various types of meetings right so so some people will call brainstorming a meeting uh so so the first what it first boils down to is that meeting has to be clear cut. What's the purpose of the meeting? Is the purpose to, to give that leader feedback? Is it the purpose for the leader to disseminate information? Are we brainstorming? Are we collectively sharing information? You're not going to get that meeting and have a successful meeting if people don't know what type of meeting it is off the ground. So that's bullet number one. Bullet number two is the agenda. I don't know how many meetings we go to and we sit there and go, okay, let's, uh, what do we want to talk about today? And I said, well, we should have an agenda, right? Um, could have just attached it into the meeting notice. No agenda, just a blank meeting notice. So, and then I turn around and get, get some random question. Hey, you know, hey, Ryan, what's the average amount of part number W that we've shipped over the last 32 and a half weeks, you know, to, to this particular customer. It's like, well, uh, I can get that information pretty quickly and get back to you, but I'm not going to get it in the middle of the meeting. If you had an agenda and you told me what you were going after prior to this meeting, I would have had that information prepared for you. So build that agenda out and as a leader and establish some times um you know and it can be rough and some people will say argue that the, that the, that bullet that's bullet number two and bullet number three would be would be time hacks hold hold people you know or hold yourself accountable to the time whether it's a 30 minute meeting hour meeting so each segment you know 30 minute meeting you get six five minute segments or whatever the case is so um, 
I don't believe in that. I believe in if it's a good conversation and it's a good discussion, I, I think it's well worth everybody's time and it's within your team, then then by all means, um, you know, I, I think you can run a little bit longer um, rather than say, oh, it's been 30 minutes, let's cancel this call and we'll set up another one for tomorrow at this time for another 30 minutes because we didn't get to finish today when you were, you know, 10 minutes from, from finishing it. So, um you know, time hack is important, and you, and you need to have an idea of how long your you know your your intro and your body and your subtopics are going to take for your meeting. But uh, uh, but that's structure, uh, just like for a podcast. You know, you you leave put yourself in some sort of script or outline, um, and sometimes you stay within that, and sometimes you don't. But to me, that's that's the next important thing as far as managing a meeting. Meeting bullet number four, holding your subordinates as the leaders accountable. Are they on time to the meeting? Are they showing up to the meeting? And uh, in, in really bullet number five, which is now pings back to you in accountability, is consistency of the meeting. Are you showing up to the meeting? On, are you showing up to the meeting on time? Is it a regularly occurring meeting? Um, all those little things where, again, it kind of ties in with the agenda. It's the expectation management um, of the meeting. Hey, I'm here on time. I need you here on time. This meeting's important. It's it's not only important, but everybody else's time is valuable too. We need to get this information in and out. We got to brainstorm, uh, whatever the case is, so we can so we can move on to begin to execute. Um, get off the planning. Get off the communication stage and. and and to that point I brought up earlier, get get back to executing. It's and that's what a meeting's about. Uh, at the end of the day, a meeting's not about having a meeting. Uh, it's not about sitting together, you know, having coffee, singing our kumbayas. It's about trying to accomplish an outcome. And what's that outcome? And that's really what you need to close with the meeting. I mean, you can talk about four, five, six different things in a meeting, but it all needs to lead to one end. What what is the goal? What is the goal of that meeting? What is the goal of your organization? What is the goal of, you know, the mission? Why are we having the meeting? So, um, yeah, you, you need to make sure you set up clear goals uh, or, or goal of the meeting. Uh, and you need to summarize that at the end of the meeting. So all those questions that were out there uh, that, that came up during the meeting as a leader, uh, unless you've appointed somebody, you better have been taking notes. And again, this ties in with accountability side of the house as well. But you need to summarize those um, questions that were out there. So, uh, and, and you need to pinpoint them on somebody, and you need to give them a time for it. So it's it's um, you know, hey, we didn't didn't have an answer on uh, on what uh, you know what company we're using to deliver this product that one falls on the production control leader uh hey billy i need you to go ahead and uh and take two days to figure it out uh and get back to me no later than 3 p.m on wednesday or whatever the case is you owe that to me what i owe to you um in the next two hours is a list of of potential 
uh, you know, contractors that we use, for example. So you run down the list of all those questions that, that were brought up and you assign them. And the important thing is signing time. You got to hold people accountable and, and it all starts with yourself. And, and don't be afraid as the leader to assign stuff to yourself that come out of that meeting. And that right there is bullet number five, holding people and yourself accountable. At the end of the day, the whole purpose of this meeting, though, is just another means of communication. And I'll cover communication in depth uh, a little bit more because I think um, that is the number one, in, in my personal opinion, the number one responsibility for a leader um, because all that other stuff falls falls underneath it. If there's a clear communication structure uh, and, and there's a send and there's a receive and there's an acknowledgement, then then there's really, you know, the accountability piece becomes easier. The execution piece becomes easier. Um, the questions, the answers become easier. Uh, so, so I'll cover communication later, but at the end of the day, meetings just about uh, a method of communication. So I go back to um, my, you know, my military days and, um, you know, as a company commander, I held one meeting a week, one, one hour meeting. And again, sometimes it ran a little bit long based on the, the depth of the conversation, but it was essentially my command and staff again, if you will, um, you know, the big bullets I needed to push out to, to my key leaders. And then, uh, and then the, talking about the training plan, uh, you know, where we were, uh, where we were last week, where where we are this week, the next couple of weeks, and then what we need to do in the future to get the organization to where uh, we thought it needed to be. And uh, I, I included a little bit more than the regular, um, you know, the regular direct reports to me. The, the the three four people I included, you know, their subordinate reports as well. So it was a little overcrowded. You know, we we're talking about ten twelve people in the room. Um, but I had structure and, uh, and I included those people because I wanted more, most importantly, I wanted their opinion. I wanted their voice. I wanted their feedback and I wanted them to know I wanted their opinion, voice and feedback. Um, and, and as the meeting dragged, you know, as my time and leadership moved on, I could have easily just cut them out and, and I wouldn't have had a problem, you know, and I've told, told them that, Hey, you know, if you don't, you got something to do, don't come to the meeting, but but they all enjoyed coming to the meeting because they knew I believed in their uh, voice and their opinions or, or at least was opening to, to listening to them. And I valued them as, as leaders within the organization or subordinate leaders. So um, the rest of the time, I chose to not have meetings uh, for, for the other six days of operations, if you will. Uh, and and rather, I used my subordinate leaders, and I used those various platforms: phone calls, text messages, emails. Um, not so much emails, um, I guess, in the military, not to my subordinates at least, but uh, to and learned who was best at responsive on what platform, and got that send, receive, and acknowledgement, and, and, and a lot of times it was me running around. Uh, it was me physically going to talk to somebody, um, you know, even during the regular workday. Uh, drop what I was working on on my computer or, or, or what I had planned to go do, 
um, a, as a commander and as a leader, and I go find uh, that uh, platoon sergeant, that maintenance test pilot, uh, that, that crew chief who was lead uh, mechanic on that aircraft or whatever the case was. And I believed in that because at the end of the day, um, you know, our mission was, was simple or our vision was simple as a company it was to be the best damn air assault company uh, in the United States Army. So, um, you know, that was definitely our vision because it was something that was going to never really be achievable, um, but it was something to continue to strive ourselves at. So in order to be that, I needed crew chiefs fixing helicopters, um, maintaining those helicopters, uh, and not just, hey, it's ready for flight. I mean, I'm talking about um, all the little stuff, making, walking through, making sure uh, all our supplies were in line, our replacement parts were in line, our, our toolboxes were dress right dress, all that kind of good stuff. And then I needed the pilots flying helicopters. You know, I needed them training. And when they weren't flying, I needed them working on other things, how to plan, uh, plan flights, how to um, uh, establish training missions, um, uh, working on future training plans, you know, all that other stuff that, that individually train themselves, train their peers, trained uh, others, and collectively train the unit. So I needed them. That was our, that was our mission. Those were our, our, our few missions, and, and I could break it down to the, to the, to the five really metal tasks or mission essential tasks we were doing to, to accomplish my vision. Um, so meetings weren't something that were important to me. And at the end of the day, after about 19 months of command, I was exhausted. There was a picture of me flying on a C-17 back from, from our trip to India to support President Obama's visit. And I'm like hung over, crunched over, started this thing at about 190 pounds down to about 160 pounds and and i hear my crew chief laughing and and i look up and he's got a picture and he said it looks like you're done sir and i said yeah i'm, I'm at this point i'm pretty exhausted i mean i can continue carrying it on but i'm, I'm tired and uh and and that's because i spent a lot of time communicating communicating moving back and forth through those different platforms to make sure everybody was on the same page. And it was like being that, that maestro um, uh, being, uh, of an orchestra. Every little movement meant something um, to, to keep somebody on the same page so, uh, or keep the unit on the same page. So meetings are just an extension of that. But the, the, the whole point of this is, is that it needs to be effective communication and positive communication. So... To, to effectively run a meeting as a leader, sit there and think about it. Um, do, I, do, I do I have and do I have time to make an agenda? Do I have a goal for this meeting? Um, how long have I established how long it's going to take? And if you don't have time or don't think it's important to do that, then the meeting is probably not worth it. It's probably something that can be accomplished outside of a meeting, again, via email or text or phone call or, or, or whatever. Or, you know, and a big thing I like, you know, and I take it from, from the military and take it from sports, have huddles, you know. Uh, you don't have to have a, a formal meeting. Uh, you'll often find, say, you have six subordinate leaders and you have you find two or three of them in the vicinity of each other, and then you huddle. Hey, real quick, I've got a key piece of information to put out. We're here on the shop floor, whatever. Uh, you know, here it is. You know where, you know where uh, uh, Jeannie and, and 
Tom are at so I can go find them and get that information out to them. You know, and you, now you just got the same information you would have got in a formal meeting, um, you know, quickly out to, to, to half your people and you're going to go find the other half. So uh, if it's if you're not taking the time to do that as a leader, then it's probably not probably not worth it to you. So um, so, some I guess some funny points or things that I that I don't recommend, but uh, you know I try to like to hold leaders accountable to um, in, in various ways. So uh, uh, you know I, I like to work out a lot, and I like uh, you know big uh, lean Six Sigma culture where I'm at uh, in in General Electric Aviation. So uh, I like to reduce waste. Uh, you know, I like to reduce it in my personal life as well, um, whether that's physical waste or a waste of time, waste of movement, uh, so on and so forth. So, um, uh, I had a couple meetings, uh, not with the bigger bosses, but with my, my subordinate, uh, bosses. I, uh, I, I stood up and started doing squats a couple times and I said, well, I kind of like didn't say anything at first. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, I'm not wasting my time because this, meeting's kind of a waste of my time, you know, so I'm going to sit here and get something out of it, so I'm going to do some squats while standing up in the back of the room while while holding this meeting, so uh, not necessarily not something I'd recommend unless you're, you know, you're tight with your your organization, and I was tight tight with that leader, Um, so I wanted, it's just my way to get a point across because uh, he asked for our opinion in previous meetings, and I said, uh, one of the goals was to have less meetings and somehow we got more meetings. So, uh, I was just trying to prove a little point there, but, um, uh, you know, maybe not something to do, but, but again, a means to, to learn about meetings yourself and, and try to communicate that to your leader to how to effectively have a meeting. Um, because, you know, if he's, he or she is a really good leader, they're going to want to learn. Um, they might just not know how to, how to, hold a meeting they might not have had much experience you know um you know i'm sure if you're in marketing uh, you're used to having a lot of briefs and meetings it might become second nature but when you're in you know an operations role like like amen then uh you know m- you might not have really been ever introduced to uh, what a good meeting what a right meeting looks like so you know take this information yourself as leaders um, and, and as subordinates and share some of this information on how to make Uh, everybody's time more effective and how to hold a better meeting. So thank you for listening to this inaugural View from the Skies uh, leadership edition uh, of this podcast. And uh, again, please go visit my website, www.com viewfromtheskies.weebly.com you can find the podcast on there again you can find the podcast on Anchor and then uh, it'll be on all the standard platforms here in the very near future Uh, and um, please share this information with your friends uh, post it on social media word of mouth um, and and give me ratings and reviews subscribe to the podcast and uh, you you can go on uh, Anchor and donate Um, to the podcast or you can go on my website uh, again on the contact uh, page and donate uh, to help continue to support uh, some of these uh, views and leadership uh, to get the information out there a little bit more 
on the leadership side, and then and then if you are a military personnel or former military personnel, you can take a look at the the military transition uh, side of the website and, and the subsequent View from the Skies podcast on that as well. But uh, again, uh, thank you very much for taking your time. Um, please share, uh, get this information out there, and, and help me inform everybody uh, on some of my leadership experience, some of the, the historical, uh, you know, good leadership we've seen, um, and let's uh, let's try to help uh, bad leaders out uh, out there and make them better. Because uh, if you're not doing that, uh, you're not a leader yourself. Um, so even as a subordinate, you're a leader. Uh, if you want to go out there and help somebody else out um, and, and help them get better. Um, and then that'll probably be one of the very next, or one of the few upcoming podcasts will be the, the professional development kind of training piece uh, when it comes to looking through the leadership class. So thank you very much, everybody, and, and have a great one. Bye.